0: Stupid! I'll go.
1: Hi there! Welcome to episode 109 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. The Nintendo 64 is known for many things, but its amazing sound production isn't one of them. That's not to say there weren't memorable soundtracks, and this lewd, lowbrow genius comedy is certainly one of them. Hold on to your frying pan, because tonight we listen to the music of Conker's Bad Fur Day for the Nintendo sixty-four.
0: Yeah, that's better. You can get it,
2: Marvelous. Well, Matt, how are you? Uh, I'm I'm licking my wounds from my defeat, but I am fantastic otherwise.
1: You were you were defeated in something?
2: Yes. You don't remember Long Island RetroCon?
1: Oh, right. I <laughs> I don't know.
2: It was all That's a blur.
1: A, time doesn't really
2: mean anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair assessment.
1: <laughs> yeah no we did a we did a panel at Long Island retro well for long Island retro it was all online uh yeah. where we did a trivia episode Matt was with me and uh he, he lost to Adam Adam shhrob square painter so the, the the challenge was well met
2: uh, yeah I mean you you uh you make some good uh, trivia questions there buddy <laughs> I try I love doing those episodes they just they they just take a lot out of me right yeah I can imagine. Often.
1: But, uh, we're, uh, we're actually here to talk about, a uh, Conker. We're here to talk about a wonderful little squirrel.
2: <laughs> who, uh,
1: who had a real change of heart a game and a half into his, uh, into his <laughs> chronology.
2: Yeah, something like that, yeah.
1: It's a good time. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm excited for, for this one. Um, so we're gonna try to split this up a little bit. If you're listening to this and you want the full experience, um... We are going to post the, let's say, censored version on our regular feed because we do try to keep this show clean, uh, which is a physical impossibility when discussing Conker's Bad Fur Day. True story. uh, At least for a couple of songs. If you want the uncensored version... Just head over to geekade.com and you can download it there, uh, or reach out to us and we'll figure out a way to do it. But if you're looking for the the full uncensored experience, you can stop listening here and move right on to uh, right on to geekade.com and we'll we'll get you a nice a nice filthy version for you. <laughs> does does that mean we can curse on this episode? Um, I'm gonna say only after the one song so that i don't have to go through and edit out <laughs> all of the curse words throughout the entire fine, fine. Forget that many i have limited time for editing this one i know so i know sorry for everyone for the delay in the episodes the the hurricane threw me off and it was a it just wasn't a good time for me to record so we had to push it off for a week and my schedule's is going to be screwy again because uh, now we're behind, and I'm going to be away next week. But uh, either way, you know, the show's not going anywhere. We're not in any trouble. We're just having some scheduling snafus. My bad. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's let's get let's dive into the the glory of Conker's Bad Fur Day. Matt, wonderful pick, by the way. No problem. I am very excited to do this one. So hit us with some history.
2: Conker's Bad Fur Day was released for the Nintendo 64 on March 5th in the United States, 2001, and April 13th, 2001 in Europe. The game was never released in Japan, which isn't a very common thing when it comes to Nintendo published titles. Conker started his life as an adorable mascot platform star in a game called 12 Tales Conker 64. The game looked to be pioneering in the realm of facial animation and was rather pretty for a Nintendo 64 game but it lacked any sort of unique personality. After being criticized for being overly cute in the press and not looking to offer much new to the 3D platform genre, Rare at some point decided to change the game into something else entirely. Poking fun at their own reputation for slapping eyeballs on just about anything and calling it a character and lampooning all sorts of pop culture from the time, Conker's Bad Fur Day was still a mascot platformer, but was now accompanied by all manner of vulgar almost south park inspired humor it wasn't exactly a sales success as the nintendo 64's user base had shrunk considerably by the time it was released and those who remained weren't exactly the target audience but but it became a cult classic and even got a remake on the original xbox after microsoft bought rare
1: i amend the the history script just a tad to say that while he started life uh, I believe the character began existence through 12 Tales. uh a he did appear in a um uh in Diddy Kong Racing for Nintendo 64 in his original flavor and a full game was released uh 12 Tail no um Conker's Pocket Tales for the Game Boy Color that was the saccharin adorable Conker uh sort of adventure game and it's it's not good <laughs> But it certainly is a game that exists. So, uh, previous non-vulgar Conqueror certainly did exist in the world before Conquer's uh, Bad for a Day. But most people was, don't remember uh, it. Yeah, most people don't remember it because well, I mean, a lot of people remember him from uh, Diddy Kong Racing because that game has an insane cult following. But uh, if you aren't one of those people, like me, because I'm not one of those people, <laughs> but if you are one of those people that love. Diddy Kong Racing. Then you know you would have some experience with Conker. But if not, then well, you're like the rest of us. <laughs> anyway, this game's soundtrack was composed by Robin Beanland. Robin had had worked with Rare for a number of years. With his first musical video game project, seeming to have been the original Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo. He also worked on a ton of other well-loved games like Killer Instinct, GoldenEye 007, and Sea of Thieves. Before getting into games, he worked in film and TV, and relevant to today's episode, he co-wrote the screenplay to *Conker's Bad Fur Day*.
2: Oh, well, look at that! Look at that! So, what is your personal history with this game, Matt? Um, I was a big fan of the Nintendo 64. Actually, I think it might have been the first system. It might have been the first system that I uh, I purchased with my own money. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I, I I had to stop to, to do something. Um. Yeah, uh, it was it was the first system I, I think I purchased with my own money, and I I'm pretty sure I bought it secondhand. Um, but I had so much FaceTime with this system, and then this game came out, you know, towards the end of its life, and it was something that like. So so me and my friends we would obviously play Golden Eye until our eyes bled and then Perfect Dark came out and we did the same thing with that. But when this game came along I remember playing it and uh like sitting with everyone. Like we had like a core group of friends that we just like get together, you know? And one person was playing it and we all just sat there and like in tears laughing at how like the jokes, the ridiculousness, you know, the the DNF jokes. That's uh can't say the D but the F is the farts uh, you know like that stuff I, but I, I re- it, it it left a it left a certain impression on me to say that it had like almost like South Park style humor is a fairly accurate portrayal of what this game was and like you know South Park was so hot at the time mm-hmm. that like you know you like you were just ingesting more and more and more of this crude humor and it was just like it was perfect like it, it, to, to me like Yeah, it wasn't a commercial success. Obviously, it's a cult hit, you know, as we mentioned in the history. Um, And, you know, it's a cult hit for a reason. You know, there's a lot of things that, like, come together that just make this game, you know, what it is. Uh, I actually, um, in matter of fact, I think over the years, uh, whether it was friends moving or getting rid of systems or whatever, I think I ended up with a copy of the cartridge uh, hmm. It's it's probably with my other Nintendo 64 stuff. When, you know, when uh, when the fates online and I get to do kind of like the air quotes man cave slash, you know, video game corner of some room somewhere, I'll set hmm. it all up and, you know, I'll have like my, my four Nintendo 64 games, <laughs> you know. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Conker's one of them. And I, I kind of like it kind of makes me smile a little bit. Like, how did I end up with that? It's like the strangest, you know strangest thing
1: well it's good you did i I think it's a fairly um expensive title for n64
2: oh man now i really hope i have it (laughs) because i wouldn't Uh, want to have to buy it
1: i mean i've been looking for the box and manual for mine for a long time because i think i think i wound up just getting the cartridge for free through my job um because otherwise i don't know why i don't have the box and manual for this game because i know i I know i would have bought this i was i I got it the day it came out i just don't remember how i got it and missing the box of manual for it seems quite suspect to me so um regardless i uh you know i remember playing it in my store and being uh like for for a few minutes and then being like well this is this is hysterical (laughs) i took it home and had a really really good time with it um (laughs) <laughs> to, to to back up just a tad, right? Loose, it's going for about ninety bucks, and a complete one is like one seventy five.
2: Wowzers! Um, yeah, it's a
1: little spicy for an N sixty four game, but anyway, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I I laughed hysterically at this game. I I thought it was wonderful. Uh, had a ball. I didn't go back to it very often. And no, yeah, uh, I know the um, what is it? The uh, the the Xbox remake was super censored. Which really bugged me because the music uh, they re-recorded was really nice for that version, um, but the, uh, the the all all the the voice work and stuff there was I, there was a lot about that Xbox version I just didn't care for. It had a had a weird flavor to it that wasn't really what I. I, it's strange for me to prefer a nintendo 64 version of
2: literally anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i you know i didn't even check out i I, I remember when the when they dropped the 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 you know remaster or whatever you want to call it remake on xbox i'm a huge xbox fan and i don't know if i've ever mentioned it. it's like my go-to system nowadays hmm. and and i have no problem playing you know old remakes you know whatever but I, I remember thinking like first of all game was fun but for me personally it might have been only been a, a one and done but i couldn't imagine them really you know putting the effort in to make it the game it was like the crude humor and stuff like that because there's mm-hmm. there's uh, you use the word spicy to describe the uh price point there was some spicy stuff in this game so there was yes yes indeed. So I don't know I, I but yeah I, I didn't I didn't even I didn't bat an eyelash at it at all. So
1: yeah I mean I I I remember laughing a lot I remember <laughs> um I just totally lost my train of thought darn it it left it the happens. train just left the station and you I was going to say something and it was full of full of meeting and no, Oh, was... man. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, let's get let's get started, right? Yeah. Um. Let's let's start listening to some of this this joyous music here. Uh, we're gonna start off with uh pretty much the way this game starts. Um, yeah. Y- y- there's a little scene in the bar that's effectively the the menu uh, of this, but the way the game starts prop- proper is this uh sort of little exposition story th- segment called Conquer the King. Uh. I am not a, I'm not huge into A Clockwork Orange, but I've always been told that this is an homage to that movie. So um, feel free to enjoy that if you are among the people who love that movie. Anyway, uh, I think this is just a wonderful little piece. It's, uh, it's Conquer the King. It's going to be one of the, the, the few that we listen to that actually does have some of the voice work in it. And uh, enjoy. Here's Conquer the King.
0: the king king of all the land who'd have thought that but how did I come to this I hear you say and who are those strange fellows that surround my throne That hear you also say well it's a long story come closer and I'll tell you it all started yesterday and what a day that was it's what I call a bad fur day.
1: And there you <clears throat> there you have it, the beginning of Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Uh, and it's one of the most memorable and magnificent intros I think I had seen to a game at that point, because he's just sitting in this throne, the maniacal look on his face, drinking milk and a uh, big old crown on his head, and no, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty magical. What do you think, Matt?
2: Um, so I had to. I I, I was actually watching the the, the cutscene while we were listening <laughs> to it. So it it really like, uh, because you you'd said it was um reminiscent of a Clockwork Orange, and it just didn't ring any bells. And then the minute I saw the the thumbnail, I said, Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, it's you know it's it's music, it's music that would you would. Assume Assume would appear in some kind of period piece that has to do with you know kings and stuffiness of the majesty and things like that. It's a good piece mm-hmm. of music. It's just like a oh, what's the word? It's it's fairly cookie cutter, I think, for the 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 feel they're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, but the voice acting to me is is hysterical. I haven't heard his voice. I don't even know uh in ten, fifteen years, maybe even more. And I I just forgot like the lisp and everything. Two thousand and one. Wow. Yeah, I'm nineteen years maybe almost almost nineteen years.
1: <laughs> and his voice is magnificent.
2: Oh yeah. Uh interesting fact I had to look up who did his voice. No. Um Chris Seaver. Chris Seaver is also mm-hmm. the director and the writer. Oh of the of the <laughs> game. Yeah. So, like... Wow. He does... Chris Seaver does... One, two, three, four. Oh. Uh, I'm going to say on the order of 20 to 25 voices. Huh. Neap. And And there, there's only three three credits for voice actors. Chris Seaver, Louise Ridgewood... Uh, Louise, excuse me, Ridgewood, and Chris Marlowe. That's it.
1: Oh, wow. He did a... Sma- Slippy and Peppy in uh, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, and Slippy and Peppy in uh, Chief Lightfoot and Star Fox Adventures. Wow,
0: <laughs>
2: this is crazy. This game is much more uh, a hidden gem than we maybe originally anticipated. <laughs> really,
1: his uh, his delivery as Conker is is spectacular. It's, oh yeah, absolutely. it's so good. There's but uh yeah. It, no, go ahead. No, no, that's that's kind
2: of all I had. Same, I was gonna say, but we're here for the music,
1: yeah. <laughs> and you know, the 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 song is 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 perfectly effective for what it is. But really, him him giving that speech is really what what makes this what really makes it.
2: Yeah, like it's like oh man, what what what's about to happen? Because you see, like all the all the other kind of like secondary and and tertiary characters around him, and and everyone looks like. Everyone looks like they're a character.
1: Like, yeah.
2: Like, okay, buckle up. This is going to be interesting.
1: All right. Uh, so let's move on to the next track. Uh, for some reason, this is appearing out of order, so we're gonna we're gonna flop around just a little bit. The next track that shows up in the game, if I'm remembering correctly, is Beardy, Erm um, Birdy. <laughs> this is where you meet the uh, the scarecrow, uh, birdie because he's a. He's a a scarecrow. He scares birdies.
0: What's your name? Beardy. Beardy? You haven't got a beard. No. Beardy. I scare birdies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You are completely hungover at this point, and it's where the game teaches you about context sensitive buttons. uh, Where, you know, you have some Alka Seltzer or whatever, and it perks Conquer right back up, and you go to continue on your adventure but this uh this is the music that plays while you are just unbelievably hung over talking to beardy who is a drunk scarecrow so uh, <laughs> yeah, let's enjoy here you go we track that's <laughs> some uh nice nice proper drunken trombone just a good time
2: <laughs> like that's that old timey rag time. hmm um point of interest uh before bass guitars were a thing uh the low end was all played with tubas and that's prominently on display here <laughs> it's it's so perfect it um if you didn't tell me or if i didn't remember that that song was being played like while someone was hungover or drunk i would have put that together myself it just feels so like sway like clumsy uh, yes, yes clumsy absolutely like like i've got this i ain't got nothing i ain't got nothing you know like <laughs> that very Jack Sparrowy kind of like waves talking about things where well, you could be drunk but you might not be I don't know. You know it's it's such a brilliant little piece of music. It's and that's the thing it's there's not much to it. You get that like mm. um that very kind of uh the, the drunk trombone, the the tuba bass just like a kick and then you get the percussion the percussiveness off of like that banjo yeah and it that's it you know it's fantastic
1: yeah it does everything it needs to do it's it's uh, another perfect background piece to a really really hilarious conversation that's always fun to watch yeah
2: yeah absolutely
1: all right well we we now move on to the what what you would say is this the closest this game has to a proper you know hub open stage area uh this this is a long track so buckle in it's uh eight minutes and 51 seconds long uh because it's gonna roll through like every iteration of the song that plays throughout the course of the game which is kind of neat uh it also happens to be my favorite track in the game um <laughs> I, it's just really, really catchy piece of music, and I love it. So, uh, let's go ahead and uh, listen to "Windy and Company." Enjoy. <laughs>
0: i <laughs> you,
1: Okay, so maybe making people listen to nine solid minutes of that song is one of the stranger things I've ever done on this show, but gosh dang it, I really like that song. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's my show, um, so you do what I say. i
1: bopping up and down in my chair the whole time because, <clears throat> you know, it's just such a catchy tune. I love it. It's so happy. Uh, it's... it's uh, uh, I think the banjo part is my favorite. Uh... It just it really it really works well with the banjo, but also the first run, the first chunk with the kind of clarinets or oboes or whatever the heck that instrument's supposed to be.
2: Probably a clarinet. It's just
1: sublime. I I freaking love it. It is. It's a. It puts a big dumb smile on my face every time I listen to it, not just because you know just, I'm thinking about that the old King B. He's like, hey buddy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he really wants to pollinate the flower, and is oh yep. yeah, yeah, right, yep, comedy gold, low uh, comedy yeah. gold, yeah, just 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 good times.
2: Um, that song, start to finish, or well, or at least what we heard of it, because you know, um, it's fantastic. I realized somewhere in the middle that I kind of forgot what happened at the beginning. So then, when you were like well, clarinet or oboe, I was like, "There was a clarinet." You know, it's it just it. It's one of these things where it just keeps evolving and changing, um, but not not in a terrible way. Just like, wow, that's a lot. Uh, I did really. I think I honed in really hard during the um, the whistling sequence because I was wondering if they actually recorded someone <laughs> whistling, but it turns out it, they didn't. Um, but. You know that part really stood out to me, but like overall, the the melody, the the musicality, the production is like, mm-hmm. r- like impressively, like great for, you know, for this just whole project so far. Like I, I'm, I'm really between the last track and this track, I'm really surprised at like, just kind of the, uh, the overall sound and like quality of it. <clears throat> Yep, that's it.
0: Yep, yep.
1: <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> I I, I dig how it's um, it's just goofy enough, right? Like it's it, yes. it's very this this song doesn't necessarily have to be in conquer. You know, there's nothing specifically conquers comedy about this song, but at the same time, it's like this is totally rare 3D platformer music. Yes, and it works so great as a backdrop to the ridiculous, um, uh, the the ridiculous comedy that that goes along with it. So you know, just a just a really really good time, and it makes me smile.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: let's keep going. Yes. So uh, really, this is where I start to kind of lose track of where all the things happen in this game. So. Yeah. Um, the next track is called Olay, and I know it is from the bullfight stage, which I just don't remember any of the context around it. I just remember it existing. So let's give it a listen. Here is Olay! Olay! Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, that's <laughs> it's a great tune. It's a uh, I can just I I keep thinking of the Bugs Bunny uh, bullfighting episode because you know it, it's, it's hard very not animated. to. It's bullfighter. Yeah, it's hard not to. But uh, I like how it's not just completely straightforward. It's got you know a couple of change ups in there. Kind of goes all go, go goes a little up and down all over the place. So it's a good tune.
2: Oh, I, absolutely! Like it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm a big fan of, like, flamenco guitar and, and Spanish guitar and, you know, kind of that whole, um I guess, culture. Mm-hmm. The best, best word to kind of wrap it up. Um, and this really is one of those pieces that, like, uh, again, I think it's uh, a lot like the opening track. It kind of exemplifies the idea of what, like, you know, if you were watching a cartoon, this is probably what you would hear. You know, the, the yeah. very generic... You know, vanilla of whatever genre it is, but it's done very well. And again, I'm so impressed with the the actual um, character, the timbre, and and, and quality of the uh, the guitar they used. Like the castanets sound like perfect. And like, I wonder if there was any actual recording of that, or if it was like sampled and and synthesized. Because if it was sampled and synthesized, that's freaking amazing.
1: I would just assume sampled and synthesized, but who the heck knows, man?
0: <laughs> I well,
1: I mean Robin Beanland knows. He he knows. Oh, oh, he knows. Sure, other people at Rare know. Mm,
2: but we don't but know, and that's the problem. Exactly, we are uneducated swine. Oh, of the of the lowest order. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: Let's keep going. Yeah, uh, man. This next song is called "The Old Chap," and I have absolutely no idea where it. Yeah, I'm. I'm God.
2: right with you. I can't remember anything beyond the bullfight. Yeah, I am.
1: I mean, not anything beyond the bullfight, but uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. I, I just, I don't remember where this belongs, but I think it's a good tune. I don't even Th- remember how I picked these
2: tracks. Dartboard. <laughs> I- yeah
1: because there's not a lot of tracks really like this isn't a very extensive soundtrack most of Mm -hmm. i mean i would assume most of the uh space on the cartridge dedicated to sound was for voice samples because you know we're talking n64 here so things were condensed (laughs) Uh, but um let's let's go ahead and give the old chap a listen to enjoy that's some that's some classic cartoon music right there huh
2: oh hands down so looney tunes like it even opens up with the the string bends brrr, you know yeah
1: that's ba- yeah. <laughs> that is 100% like this would fit right just super comfortably on the uh uh the cophead
2: soundtrack like it's just yes. right there yeah right yeah exactly i if it's one thing this soundtrack's really good at it's like uh it's really kind of painting an audio picture like you know without having the game in front of you without seeing visuals or maybe even for that matter even knowing anything about the game you can get an idea of like what they're going for because I I, we, we just joked about you know saying like oh it's right in there with Looney Tunes and Cuphead but like you know it's clearly intentional and it clearly hit the mark you know
1: yeah something slapstick is happening
2: right yeah slapstick yeah yeah that's a that's a definite that's a word no that's a good one for it i just
1: have absolutely no idea what it is i have no recollection of this (laughs) This guy falling down a flight
2: of stairs i don't know
1: but it's definitely a um it's certainly a memorable tune i should
2: really get around to replaying this someday the more we the more we listen to the music the more i'm like i think i'm gonna have to play this again
1: that means playing on an i sixty four, which is not my favorite thing to do. But you know,
2: I like that what you a... you yawned right through that.
1: I did. I'm tired.
2: <laughs> I'd apologize, list, but my I don't...
1: completely insane three year old daughter didn't do a whole lot of sleeping in the last twenty four hours, so she was a real treasure to deal with today.
2: <laughs> if she's such a treasure, why don't you bury her? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't used that used joke that. in
1: years. I am going to 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 steal that and use it on her. <laughs> oh. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to say it to her. <laughs> She's going to That and, that and my uh, my old uh my my grandfather's favorite expression was I'm going to I'm going to hit you so hard in your right eye you won't be able to hear out of your left ear.
2: <laughs> That's such an old-timey thing to say too. Like yeah. well, that doesn't even make any sense.
1: Like I'm not actually going to punch my daughter in the face. No,
2: <laughs> never, never
1: but it's a it's a good piece of comedy she laughs every time oh anyway so the next song is called the uggas uh, <laughs> I, I vaguely remember this one um but it's a it's i really like the tune it's and it's also starts off with a joke so uh here we go let's listen to the uggas enjoy <laughs>
0: Don't you think that's a little bit too dramatic? Can you give me something with a bit more of a beat? Yeah, that's better.
1: that's the uggas you thought i was done making you listen to that song but then it came back (laughs) (laughs) but it's so delightful it it really is it really is i don't have a ton to say about it i like the joke in the beginning uh i like the uh it kind of i'm trying to think of other songs and video games that this reminds me of and it just brings me back to that um uh, Sonic Adventure song of the, uh, the ruins or whatever. I I enjoy listening to it. I enjoy pretty much every flavor of this main tune. I like how, uh, I like it when games do reprisals like that, where there's a, this is this is kind of like its theme, and then it comes back to this over and over again. Yeah, it's, it's good times. I dig it. I like it.
2: Um, something that kind of, like, just pops into my head while I, I let my brain wander uh, listening to this was this is a song that barring the joke at the beginning very easily could have appeared on uh, like any of the Donkey Kongs I feel like mm-hmm. and it's just it, now I don't know if that's to say like the caliber of musicality and composition and everything is like you know on par with someone like David Wise if you want to say like you know hey you know your, your work is as good as you know this very established human being um or you know or, or if it's just kind of a testament to like how how and why this game is called like why it's a diamond in the rough so to speak for so many people just like mm-hmm. just just the sheer man just like the sheer uh quality of these tracks that we're listening to like you know you, you may not have enjoyed the game it may have been too crude for you but like the soundtrack is like is like a force to be reckoned with. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some like, you know, uh, kind of, um, uh, half, half hearted searches on the internet for stuff. And I stumbled upon a special edition final of this, which is sold out everywhere. It's, it, it came out like 2017 or something and it's sold out everywhere, but I'm like in my head, I'm like, I could absolutely throw this on the record player and listen to this. Uh, this music is just that just that good
1: yeah I would agree it's a it is a pretty pretty ding dang high quality soundtrack
2: <laughs> oh someone someone made a uh, a fake cover to an album for uh, the great and mighty Pooh and it's called Pooh Verati and it's, the <laughs> album is called His Greatest S.H. T T S. I, I yeah yep. that's yeah yep. <laughs> that's great yep that should really be a thing
1: all right so let let us continue
2: yes please. now that the
1: uggers are behind us let's go with rock solid which i think is the music that plays in the club scene i don't remember god it's been so long since i played the end of this game i really don't even remember most of it but let's give it a listen here's rock solid from conquers bad for a day enjoy Well, that was some club music.
2: Absolutely.
1: So, um, yeah, I kind of looked up uh, this stage because uh, this was the stage where you like roll thing, you roll the rock guys around, and uh, you're, you're trying to get candy. I right? Candy is the girlfriend's name. I don't remember. You're trying to get her out of the the dancing cage, and uh, you get drunk and pee all over the place. <laughs> isn't her name, name Barry Barry that's it I'm thinking yeah. of Candy Kong from Donkey Kong Country who's effectively the same character design As except they're a, interchangeable except an ape instead of a squirrel uh, yeah the um, this certainly is club music <laughs>
2: Um, so this, this... let me
1: personally apologize to Ferg because I know he listens to this, this uh, podcast and I know he won't particularly care for that track that went on for six minutes and 15 seconds. So Ferg, I'm sorry.
2: I'm sure he's fast forwarded it. Um, (laughs) sure. He's fasted by now. Or asleep. I don't know. One or the other at the wheel. (laughs) I don't know. Wake up, Ferg. Wake up. You're driving to work, dude. Um, no, uh. To, to further insult him I guess I suppose this information this is very similar to that opening that very famous opening scene from Blade with the song Confusion by New Order it's like it's I, I feel as though that's what they were attempting to emulate like this idea hmm. like like that's a club banger we're gonna do that one you know and I think hmm. they did a pretty spot on job like it's, it's very in league with like the early to mid 90s techno dance scene that was kind of happening Uh, sandstorm by durade um confusion by new order stuff like that i i was i was kind of into that sort of stuff so you know so anyway yeah it's a good song i mean i'm a fan i i like electronic music uh so you know i'm i'm taking that
1: i did not not enjoy it i it's uh (laughs) there's nothing like a double negative thing in particular about
2: it that's that's memorable but uh i i did i
1: do i do enjoy the track
2: it's still playing in my head actually i still hear it (laughs) so i don't know i don't know what that means i don't know i think it says more about me than than really anything else but that aside
1: (laughs) all right we've got a couple of left so uh let's move on to the next track um yeah there aren't any more that are quite as long as that so uh the next song is called Surf Punks, and I have no memory of it at all, but I liked the name, so I picked it. So here's two minutes and 12 seconds of a song called Surf Punks. Enjoy. Enjoy. It is completely insane to me that an N64 game sounds like this. As soon as it started I was like, "Oh right, the lava surfing level." Uh but I from I'm I'm looking into it and it seems that this they had uh come up with a way for the N64 cartridge to support MP3 playback, which is what this has to be because this doesn't sound like N64 music.
2: Right. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a like a real deal. Engineered and produced in a in a studio track. Mm-hmm. Um, not what I when uh, not what I expected when when I read the title "Surf Punks." I thought I was going to hear something I don't know more. I don't know uh, Dead Kennedys. More surf rock? Yeah, m- maybe more surf surf rock, or maybe some Dead Kennedys. I don't know. The first thing I thought was uh, "Surf Nazis Must Die" or whatever it is. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know why I'm just that guy, but I mean a, a good track nonetheless. Um, yeah, and it might have an unfair advantage if it is in fact an MP3 and it, you know, was engineered in the studio. But I mean, nonetheless, like it fits in it, 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 it rolls with like, um, excuse me, everything that this game has kind of uh, put forth thus far.
1: Yeah. No, I, I would agree. Like, it is definitely a lot more live, quote unquote, real music sounding than uh, than most of what else we've heard. So far, but at the same time, it does fit this game's, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This, this game's whole style of doing, it, it not having a specific style, you know? It mimics all these different kinds of styles right throughout the course of the game, and thus the, the, the music just stylistically changes dramatically as you go along. Uh, I really liked this track. I really liked the, 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 the drum solo and stuff. I I thought this one was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it um, yeah, it, it. Exactly what you said. The game, the game is moving in different directions, uh, never far from its kind of um, its like center pole, so to speak. But it all, it all really works, and this is just, again, another piece of music that is um, just exemplary of how, like, I don't even know, like the mind's at work. You know, to kind of put this whole wacky package together of Conquer's Bad Fur Day. Like,
1: if, if you that said that... That is a wacky package.
2: Yeah, if you said that to someone, like, I got a title for a game, okay? Conquer's Bad Fur Day. You're like, what's the game about? It's like, what do you think it's about? <laughs> you know? Very
1: like... Because I guarantee you're wrong. <laughs> yeah,
2: I guarantee you're wrong. Yeah, exactly.
1: <sighs> All right. Uh, well, we're up to our, our last track of the evening. And that's going to be "Enter the Vertex," which is the Matrix-themed level. Yep. <laughs> this joke got this joke got got dated pretty fast, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's still a good time. So let's uh, let's give the music a listen. Here's "Enter the Vertex." Enjoy. this song kind of cracks me up because it's just like it is just going through the motions of trying to like it's like okay here's the, here's the matrix here's the matrix music and go yeah <laughs> let's just make, make that not matrix and the weird little pipe swooshy sound that they've got. <laughs> yeah it's it, it, yeah it's just like it is such a hilarious a, a, a more or less lampooning of that song, like they're really just going through the steps. Like, and now what do they do? They do this. Cool, let's do that. Like, just a lampooning of that right. specific style of music, uh, really on the nose. And I'm I'm assuming that uh, th- that was all intentional in this piece of music to not just be a, because it's it's so much less of a a proper intelligent homage to uh the the types of music that they've they've paid attention to throughout the course of the soundtrack this is just like by the numbers this is these are all the effects they did in the matrix so let's just do that and uh i it makes me chuckle i think it's pretty great
2: how close can we get to the sun without being burnt (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah this is definitely um yeah, this is definitely that. You're absolutely right. Like, they took a left turn. We're well, making a left turn. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like... But, yeah, in the in the idea... In in the interest of lampooning and stuff, because, again, at the top, you know, they, they're talking about how the game was very meta and it lampooned Rareware, you know, proper. Uh, and, and, of course, all the stuff, you know, the pop culture of of the time. I mean, The Matrix was probably the huge, biggest movie of it, uh, at that time, like, mm-hmm. you know... Um, and I think it's still lampoon. You know, it's it's cemented itself in pop culture with you know bullet time, back bend, and, and things like that. I can dodge bullets. I know no kung fu. You know, like that kind of stuff is so still like lampoon to this day. So yeah, you know, you you take the shots at the big boys. You're gonna, you're gonna make fun of everything. You're gonna you're gonna make fun of the big boys. So mm-hmm. so you know you, you you go big or go home. So they 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 tore this song apart <laughs> just to just to make sure.
1: Well, it's it's a it's a fun one. I uh, I liked it, and that's kind of that's that's where we're gonna end it for for the evening. Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, uh, again, if you uh, enjoyed this one and you were just you were listening to the the squeaky clean version, feel free to jump over to uh our uh, the Geekade feed Geekade website, and uh, you can get the uncensored episode with the great mighty Pooh song, which was skipped over for that version, but we're going to call it. That's our show. Join us next time when it's my pick. Mm -hmm. We're going to stick with Rare, but move in a very Mm -hmm. different direction as we slither our way through the amazing Uh soundtrack of Snake Rattle and Roll it is. NES by David Wise. This recently got announced that it's coming on vinyl, and I want it so bad, but I can't justify the money for it. Also, I, I have weird feelings about buying NES soundtracks on vinyl because it's like... It's... You, you, you listen to vinyl and it's kind of like listening to a... You know, it, it's this analog more... More true to the original sound almost, right? There's... There's this degree of it because you you play real instruments and that's how it goes but when you listen to Snake Rattle and Roll on NES like, it is... Digital is its purest form so listening to it on vinyl seems a little bit weird to me, but a soundtrack as good as this, I really love this game, and I love its soundtrack, so I cannot wait to, uh, to, to blow through it again.
2: For what it's worth, if, if we're talking about ordering, or excuse me, purchasing uh, video game soundtracks on vinyl, um, I, I'll agree with you, but I think for a very different reason. I find that when I listen to um, the soundtrack proper, the song's just not long enough for me, and it bothers me because I know a lot of this stuff. I won't say a lot of this stuff. There's a good portion of the material that's been made over the years for video games that are loops, and I feel like, you know, they're gonna oh, we're gonna do like a three minute loop and call it a day. But sometimes I'm like, I you know, it's it's a video game soundtrack. I think if you're if you're if you're signing up for that, you you know, you get the idea like it's gonna be a loop. I feel like they could do some loops for five minutes and it wouldn't be problematic. So I, I kind of, I walk away feeling a little gypped, I suppose. Like, hmm. you know, I, I got the, the Metroid vinyl. Fantastic. It sounds amazing. Everything's just a little too short for me. You know, I spent hmm. X amount of dollars on it. And I think eh, you could have, could have looped it like twice. Come on. You know what I mean? So.
1: What uh, else is weird about the, the snake rattle and roll vinyl though? Uh, like, yeah, the, the songs are, I I I looked at it and I thought, so it's like, it's, it's a full-sized record, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not that much music in the game, so what else is on it? And the second side is the Genesis soundtrack,
0: oh. which I didn't
1: realize David Wise had done. Uh, he tweeted about it, and I was just like, wait, he did the Genesis version? Because I've played a little bit of the Genesis, well, the Mega Drive version, because it didn't come out in America, as far as I know. Uh, and... Because I love Snake Rattle and Roll, and I played it, and I thought, like, well, this music's all right. It's not as good as the NES stuff, though. And I still feel that way, even though I now know David Wise did it. But, um, yeah, it's weird that the game got a whole new soundtrack
2: for the Genesis um, by the same composer. Why? (laughs) I always thought it was weird. I mean, we're getting way the hell off topic, but I always thought it was weird that just, you you know, kind of in the early stages of video gaming and stuff, that there were just different versions of games yeah true like i don't know I, I know that everyone wanted to stand out you know they wanted their mm-hmm. own thing and stand out but at the same you know here we are however many years later and it's like oh you know i play this game on uh, xbox oh i i'm i play it on playstation i just have a new playstation player and it's like same game you know everybody has the same yeah experience. yeah they're
1: nearly identical well and they were it was the same game on Vastly different hardware, you know. Like, also, the Genesis true. version of a game is gonna be different from the Super Nintendo version and the NES version because they're they're so different on what they could and couldn't do. And then at a certain point, technology kind of caught up. Like, well, this is just what it sounds like now because you can make it sound like whatever you want. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as always, we would love to hear everyone's (laughs) thoughts and memories of the video games we discussed here today. And you can do so on the Waveback forum page over on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook. You'll find out more information on our next games as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. But honestly, we do most of our discussing over on Discord now. Just go to the Geekhead Discord and uh, look for the Waveback channel. It's there, and we have a lot of fun discourse on Discord. Whoa! Whoa. (laughs) Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at com. (laughs) and while you're at it, check out all our social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. And here's my obligatory, no, I haven't forgot about Waveback Overplay. I've simply run out of time for everything in my life. (sighs) I am going to get back onto it. I'm going to Anyway, uh, we're going to leave you tonight with a song called uh, "Heist." It's from uh, near the end of the game. I was going to put like the ending music, but the ending music is really not much of a song. Uh, and it's kind of just a reprise of the the conquer the king in the beginning. There's a little bit of speech, and then it's just a lot of kind of sounds. So uh, I decided to just go with heist. So. It's a neat little tune. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, And if you don't, then you can turn it off because the episode's over. (laughs) We'll be back. You're spicy tonight. I I like
2: it. We'll
1: we'll, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, We'll figure out how to get ourselves back on on schedule. But I'm super excited for Snake Rattle and Roll. Yes, 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 Uh, yes. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, have a great night. (laughs) The center, 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 the the center, 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 the